Hey listeners, we have a new partner to bring you even more laughs. Cottage Comedy Digital brings you the very best in comedy specials, albums, podcasts, and original series. Check out cottagecomedy.com for all their hilarious content. Welcome to Moms Are Not Funny, the podcast where we, two wannabe comics, interview comedians about the moms that influence them and their sense of humor. We will also chat about their favorite mom comedians and the impact they've had in the comedy world. I'm Jen Richardson. And I'm Christine Hall. Okay, here we go. Today we have comedian Mike Jeter with us. He is from Pontiac, Michigan and brings a pointed look at life, family, and relationships. From his upbringing in a family of 17 children to discussing his life as a father, his comedy is jagged wit mixed with a smooth delivery. Mike has headlined some of the finest comedy venues and has worked with outstanding comedians such as Kevin Hart, Hannibal Buress, Natasha Leggero, Jim Norton, and Rick Smiley. Mike was featured on Fox Television's comedy showcase Laughs and in the Detroit episode of Kevin Hart Presents Heart of the City 2 on Comedy Central. Thanks for being with us, Mike. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Are you guys warm up there? Are you warm up there? No, today's a snow day. Oh, boy. Like, (laughs) okay. My kids stayed home. So what's uh, what's the temperature up there? I always love hearing this from... Well, well, here's the thing. Windsor is south of Detroit, so often the weather's better. Uh Oh, yeah, that's right. Detroit seems to get more snow than we do. Like, there's way more snow announcements and school closures you hear on the radio in Detroit than here. I don't. But I'll check the weather right now. I'm I'm a northern girl, so from Sudbury, Ontario. Oh yeah. So to me, Windsor, when we get when they stop the buses like today the buses got canceled i'm like this is like nothing this is like a bright sunny day in sudbury so it's very hilarious to me but i still keep the kids home because they deserve a snow day they need to experience that okay so sudbury sudbury that's on the way to toronto no no that's like Six it, hours past Toronto. It's okay, like that's about okay. two going hours to the North away Pole. from Santa. Yeah, yes. going to the North okay. Pole. <laughs> okay. So well, actually, Windsor's colder than Detroit right now. We're Whoa. minus two, which I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. That's like eighty-seven. No, degrees eighty-seven Fahrenheit. degrees Fahrenheit. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> like that. That's, that that math's not you're right. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> but, and three, Detroit's three, minus three. one. So like. It's relatively the same. It's like 30 degrees-ish. And you're, is is your, where you're from, it's near Lansing? Yes. Yeah. I've been to Lansing once. That's the proper amount of times to to have gone to Lansing. I had a meeting there for work. And I didn't realize when I booked it that it was going to be, um, like, I was like, oh, it's outside of Detroit. Like, I just, like, I didn't really put, and then I was like, I have to drive two hours to get there? Like, what is, re- <laughs> what was I thinking? Like, this is a terrible meeting. This person's like, <laughs> I made it over the border. Yeah. And then it's like, you have an hour and 40 oh, minutes. You're, yeah. you're like, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so 17 siblings. Or, uh, or 16. 16 siblings. 16. 17. Yes. So, like, at what point did your mom stop raising you guys? Uh, at like the eight uh, third, yeah, I'm the third one. Okay. Born, basically. <laughs> yeah. She was like, because that was my oldest sister, the yeah. third one. So she was like, "Yeah, you're the, you know, proxy mom." 
And uh, so, yeah, I, I was in a house with basically three mothers because my grandmother lived with us uh, oh, wow. for a good while when I was younger. And wow. uh, many a good story <laughs> have come from that experience. But uh, well, yeah. we, we interviewed a comedian last week, uh, Kathy, um, Kathy, Boyd. Uh, Kathy Boyd. And Boyd. she, yeah. yeah, she grew up in the States too. And she has a billion siblings. Mm -hmm. Is that common? Uh, <laughs> well, it depends. Is she Catholic? Yeah. Okay. See, I'm not, I'm not Catholic. My, my father was just faster than my mother. Yeah. If you've ever seen National, <laughs> if you ever seen National Geographic, when the when a lion is chasing after uh, an impala or something, that's my mama and my daddy. Oh, um, my here's a here's a crazy thing. I grew up in a house. I'm number six. I'm the yeah. number six kid. I grew up in a house full of children. I've never once heard my parents having sex. Not once. Well, it's too loud. I've seen I've seen the offspring. I've seen the product of them having sex. But I've never, so I think they were more like uh, those turtles on Galapagos Island where my mother would lay an egg, my dad would just come and just, and then <laughs> nine months later, there's she, a baby. He'd like come in, she'd be like, it's on the chair. Right, right. He's like, I'll hatch these. You know? Oh, well, I take my socks off. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I'm assuming there's like some multiples, right? Some twins, triplets, or was it all yes. one kid at a time? Okay. No, no, no. Um, there are two sets of twins. Wow. She, okay, here's the story. My mother had 14 of the 17 with my dad because my mother's no whore. And my dad decided, hey, I love sex. And he went out and had three other children. And gotcha. there are a set of twins, boy, girl, same with my mother, and another girl. So I have two half-sisters and a half-brother. Yeah. And then he decided to come back for a little icing on the cake or a cherry on top of the, I don't know. And uh, he and my mother had another kid, which is my youngest sister. Wow. So my dad was just pop, pop, putting it down like James Brown. Yeah. And, uh, Ooh, it's fertile. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a strong seed. Mm -hmm. well, I, I, I used to call him Miracle Whip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, because he was spreading love and like mayonnaise. And... Uh, <laughs> He thought it was funny. I never told my oh mother. Oh my that. god! Yeah. So he is. He is the miracle whip. Oh my god! Yes. I'm not going to be able to look at that bottle no, again. No, no, you won't. You know how many, oh, you you know how many foods I've you, ruined yeah. for people. You just ruined ruin. macaroni salad for like yeah. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> macaroni salad. Um, I've ruined pop tarts for people. Pop tarts. Uh, you have a joke about Pop-Tarts. I'm not going to get into it here, but if you buy my CD, people, you can hear it. It's a great joke. What's the CD called? It's called The Charm Offensive. Um, nice. I'm very proud of it. Yeah, it's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. Anywhere oh, that you can stream music. Yeah, yeah. It, I love and, it. And I you got it. into comedy, like Christine and I, a little bit later in life. I was mm -hmm. 35. How old am I now? I was, it was last, like the first time I did it, I was third, like I was 32, 33. Oh. I don't know. And then I didn't get back into it again really until I was 38. Oh. So like I took a bit of a very long hiatus and you are like, you're 41, 40 when you started. Yeah. Yeah, when I, oh, Christine, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Well, we're, we're supposed to be interviewing you. No, 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 no. I was going to ask her. I was going to yeah. ask her myself. I was 43, 43. when All I right, first so stepped yeah. up. Yeah. Same age. 
Yeah, yeah 43. That's crazy. And what was your, like, what got you to actually go up there? Well, what? my uh, my ex-wife uh, bought me uh, classes, comedy classes at Mark Ridley's Comedy Club in uh, Royal Oak. That's my home club. And um, and here's the thing. I've, if you're a comedian, you, you've either been told a lot that you were funny or you've always believed that you were funny. Um, because you're, you can't teach this. You can't, you're either, you're either funny or you're not funny. And, um, yeah, uh, my friends have been telling me, you know, family and friends, I, teachers, uh, since I was a kid, I mean, I was a very shy kid and, uh, I wanted to kind of get over that shyness. So the one thing that I discovered was, Hey, everybody loves to laugh. And if I can get someone to laugh, then that would kind of make me feel more comfortable. And um, so I've been doing it forever. I've always thought I was funny. And uh, my my ex bought me classes and I stepped on stage. And I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And it, it, it was on like Donkey Kong. And I've I been on stage it. before. You know, I've been on stage before, uh, musicals, acting a little bit. Um, but comedy's different, you know? Yeah, it's its own beast for sure. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I never realized I was funny. I was like more told it. Like uh, someone came up to me. Come on, you didn't realize it. No, no. Um, like so I mean, what would compel you to be funny if you didn't uh, realize? Like, it's just it. more like I would. Well, someone came up to me at, at work and was like, "You need to start a blog to talk about the ridiculous things that you do." Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just was vying for attention because yeah. <laughs> in a household with all of those, you know, kids. Um, I'm, I consider myself uh, a middle child or a middle band of children. <laughs> yes. And um, and my older siblings, I mean, my two older brothers, they were three older brothers. They were all great athletes. And my two older sisters, they could sing. And, um, uh, and it's not that I couldn't. It's just trying to find, as a shy kid, trying to fit in and all of that. And um, I remember um, when I was young, I was very young, and my oldest sister, you know, I was always trying to impress her. I don't know why, but whatever. And, uh, <laughs> and we were watching the news one time, and they were talking about the the White House. And I said, I know why they they call it the White House because they won't let black people in it. And she laughed, <laughs> and I was like, Hey, I'm onto something. And then from then, I just took off until they got a black person in the White House. Then I was like, Ah, oh, that joke. <laughs> yeah, I gotta let that one go. And back and in the day, like, they let black people work there. Yes, exactly. And build it. <laughs> yeah, and build, and build it. it and die <laughs> while right. doing it. They let people die. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> now, now it's a political show. Yeah. It's a political <laughs> like, I'm like I, creeping my way out. Uh, <laughs> I, I always hear it a little political and Christine right. tears exactly. away. <laughs> and she moon walks out of the yeah. scene. <laughs> I'm just an ass clown. <laughs> You're just in the fuckery. You don't care about it. None of this serious stuff. Just pure fuckery. <laughs> Pretty <it>. much. <laughs> Which might be the name of my next CD. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> if not, I'm stealing it. That's a good That's one. My favorite, it's my favorite word. It's one of my favorite words. My favorite curse word is fuck, obviously. But, uh, oh, my God. Anyway. Ben, what's yours? My favorite curse word? Yeah. Uh, I. It's a, it's a phrase. A and, phrase? Uh-oh. <laughs> I, and it's terrible. I really get a lot of pleasure out of saying Jesus fucking Christ. And I say it a lot. Like, I do too. To the point where like my daughter has said it in context and she's yes. four. 
Oh, wow. I say the, the no, no, words. Don't, don't acknowledge it. Just pretend <laughs> you said nothing. But it's so funny because it's perfectly timed. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. My um my dad swore a lot, but he would always be like he would say Jesus fucking Christ, but he I guess to protect us would do it with grinding teeth like Jesus fucking Christ, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> so then when I had kids, I <laughs> carried on the tradition and kept doing it. And my daughter stubbed her toe when she was like four on the stairs, which to me, I don't care how old you are, you say the f word, you drop that. Oh, yeah. And she went, and you could like barely make out what she was saying because she was grinding her teeth. Like she thought that was the word. How adorable. (laughs) I said it at work. I said uh, I was an insurance broker and I was talking to an underwriter. Oh, that's the perfect place to say it. Perfect. Uh, Anyway, I felt like I could joke with this underwriter. We had, uh, you know, some camaraderie going on. And I said, I didn't get what... um, what I was asking for. It was a hard market. And he, I said, Oh, damn it. And he was like, Oh, Christine, don't say that. And I got off the phone and I was like, I felt so dirty. (laughs) That was like one of my lighter words. That was one of my lighter words. And so, and another broker said, you know, some people would rather you drop the F bomb than the Lord's name in vain. So when I had to call him back, his message said, have a blessed day. I was like, Oh, <laughs> that's why. and I never say that word. Like I had never said it to anybody else. So of course I said it to him. Nailed well, you it. know, on that topic <laughs> in your life, your personal life um, inspired you and inspired your sense of humor. Oh boy. Um, hold on. Could you repeat um, that? Which mom's in your personal life um, Ah. has influenced you, you know, and your sense of humor? Oh, boy. Um, I would say my mom. My mom was pretty funny, even though she was low. She was like low key funny. And um, she would say things that would make me just make me giggle. Like, wow, that was good, old lady, you know. (laughs) But she was she was very um, like she was very astute and very stoic most of the time. So when she, she did say be. something, right. Hey, she was like, oh, I don't know when I'm going to get pregnant again. Ooh, I got to <laughs> keep that stiff upper, you know, stiff upper lip. She and, had uh, a whole schoolhouse in her home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, so um, when she did uh, say something funny, it was, it was hitting. And I was like, all right, I dig it. And I love to hear my mother laugh. <laughs> so that motivated me to, to say mm-hmm. funny things. Yeah. Um, other than that, um, I guess Mom's Mabley. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was a huge influence um, as a kid growing up. Uh, when we lived with my aunt, uh, she would have uh, card parties on Saturday night, and they smoke, smoke their dope, drink their drink, <laughs> yeah. play their loud music, but they would also play comedy albums, and uh, she was one of That's the ones awesome. that, that they would play, and I would listen through the vents. Yeah. Love wow. it. That's cool. So, yeah. That's and did, cool. Have you watched Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? I tried to watch a few episodes, but then watch, football, football uh, season happens. Watch, <laughs> um, watch the last uh, the the last episode of the last season because mom's made mom's is in it. Oh like wow. a character of her, like a version yeah, of her. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. I'll check it out. Um, and just see how, like, you know, if they represent, like, I'd love to know if you feel like they did a good job of representing who she was. 
Yeah, I will. Yeah. I'll do yeah. it. Um, awesome. And last week, uh, when we tried to record and we weren't able to make it work, Christine and I were trying to do the math, assuming that your mom had had um, <laughs> <laughs> your, your mom had had each kid, like all like at the time we didn't know, like so all seventeen kids mm-hmm. and all individual pregnancies. And I think what was it like? She would have been pregnant for twelve years of her life if that had been the case. I have done that. I have done that very thing. So I don't fault you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you figure 13 pregnancies yeah. uh, in the, what, typical nine-month period? Yeah. You know? That's all. That's, uh, I was pregnant for like nine yeah. and a half months, and it was brutal. Yeah, it's almost, what, 10 years? 10 and yeah. a half years? Something yeah. like that? So yeah. Throw-up goes up in my throat. <laughs> like, I can't think about it too much. Well, I don't think it was. I don't think it was that bad after maybe me because I have a big head. And, oh my god! Um, so I probably afterwards everyone just kind of popped out, bungeed out of there. You know, that's hilarious. It's like the like the seals, the Navy seals. They just bungeed out. And... Where did you guys grow up? Like where there was a lot of joking? Was everybody trying to be funny? Oh, yeah. it my, must have been crazy. Family. Oh God, yeah. My family's good at uh, playing the dozens. We just talk trash. Here's the thing with my family uh, growing up. Um, if there was something about you that they could make fun of, they would. Mine yeah. was my big head. It was always my big head and my buck teeth. I had really big buck teeth. And my mother would even get in it. My mother would call me oh my Bucky God. the Beaver. Yeah, my mother called me Bucky the Beaver. No. And it's a, it's a goddamn cartoon character. Now I know she, why uh, you're a comedian. Yeah, it was Bucky the Beaver. I was like, damn, you going to cut it to me like that? But um, um, I would get pop bottle head, big head. My my older siblings would push my head and make me fall over. Because I, I had one of those big ass Mardi Gras heads on a little body. And um, so I grew up with, with a thick skin. And uh, so when I got into comedy, um, or actually when I had my own kids, that's what I would do. I was just point out something just always tease my kids and it, it keeps them humble it's like yeah, yeah you guys are handsome and you girls are beautiful you're gorgeous and you're smart kids but you have floppy ears and you know <laughs> your leg is stubby one leg's longer than the other something to make them come <laughs> like okay yeah i'm all of this but you know yeah simmer down on down simmer yeah. on down oh i've i've uh i've said some things to my kids that are, are could be considered uh, abuse. I know it's traumatizing. Um, I would love to share on this again. <laughs> um, this is an open forum. Okay, good. So <laughs> you might make me feel better. <laughs> there was, I, I, all right, I've been married twice, and I know it's hard to believe someone would walk out on this. But uh, yeah, my first wife, you know, she and I split. She left. So I would, I raised my older kids three oldest kids. I have four kids. Uh, a daughter is my eldest. I have two sons around the same age. They're in their late twenties. And, um, I have a 12 year old, my second marriage. And, um, so we would always go out my oldest kids and they were little, um, 10, 11, 15 age range. And, um, we are always poking fun at each other, always cracking on each other. And uh, every Thursday night, I would take them out to dinner. And um, and at dinner, we just, it was open forum. We talk about whatever, we joke, we hang out, we catch up on, on what's going on in one another's lives. 
Um, and one day I'm just not feeling my best. I was, I don't know, I was upset about something. And my sons are letting me have it. I was like, you better stop. Just stop. Leave me alone. And they're like, nah, old man, what are you going to do, old man? <laughs> just let me have it. And my my old, my daughter, oldest, she's just sitting back, just eating, just watching everything develop. I said, you better leave me alone or you'll be sorry. And they kept it going. I was like, hey, come here. And my sons leaned in. I said, no, come here. And they leaned in very closely. I said, the two of you, you both came out of my penis. <laughs> both, the same, same one I pee with. I go to the bathroom. I just oh went God. to the bathroom. You both came out of it and into your mother. And they stopped. Oh, no. Yes. And my youngest son froze. <laughs> my youngest son no froze. More. And my oldest son was like, you always go too far. You take things too far. <laughs> so even to this day, if they give me, they're giving me shit. My youngest son, <laughs> no, yeah. it's just point down, and he stops. He's like, "All right, all right, all right, stop, 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 stop." Everybody had to get so, their dinner boxed. Right. <laughs> this. Well, we're done here. I have a good Taco Bell story too. Uh, this is the um, the birds and the bees, but I'll save it for another time. Just remind me, remind okay. me. Yeah. Oh my god, Taco Bell! My sons grew up in a very. But here, here's the thing: it worked. The it story worked. worked. Nice. I to the birds and the bees, and they don't eat a Taco Bell either. So it was a treat. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god! And you had mentioned that you lived uh, with your grandmother as well. Yes. And yes. did she have an influence on your on you, your comedy? Um, not on my comedy. What my grandmother taught me was uh, how how to be super respectful. I know that last story wasn't exactly that, but uh, <laughs> that was to your kids. And, and empathetic. Yeah. She didn't yeah. mention my kids. They weren't around. So, you know, and, and empathetic. And um, uh, she was a sweetheart of a woman. And um, she saw a lot of things that I did that she probably just shook her head at. Um, I, I once drank um, a good sizable amount of Clorox bleach because I what? thought it was water. Yeah, no! I thought it was water. All right. Who puts bleach in a clear jar? I mean, <laughs> What kind of country shit is that? <laughs> and it was hot out. I ran inside and it was on it was on the banister. Um, and I grabbed it and I just gulped. Oh. And I went, <gasps> and, it, and she heard me yelling and she comes out. Oh, my God. And she, I like it. And she just poured milk down my gullet. And I, um, I think that's what you're supposed to do with bleach, right? Yeah. 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 Is yeah, it? Yeah. You don't want to, yeah. You don't want to uh, throw it up. It'll cost you more want to damage. be able to let it settle oh. and dissolve and then pass it. So, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Here's the thing. My urine has been crystal clear ever since then. So, <laughs> and you've just, managed uh, to avoid COVID. Yeah, I managed to avoid COVID. <laughs> I, I lick doorknobs. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm impervious to anything. Um, she also, um, uh, I was eating eggs and one of my teeth fell out because it was loose. And I didn't want anyone to pull it, and it just fell out. She also pulled a tooth by tying a string around it and just yanking it because oh, yeah. she was old school. Um, I had mine slammed with a door that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like into your face, or no. did they? Oh wait, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you got to yeah. be more specific. You know, I don't know how you Canadians do it. Uh, we just punch them out. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> 
Come here, Jacques. Yeah, Jacques. They just send us out to a hockey rink, shoot some pucks at us. <laughs> you stand in the goalie. I will shoot. Take your mask off. Sacre bleu. Nordique, or whatever. I don't know how you guys talk. Poutine. Just like Poutine. That. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's an exclamation over there. Poutine! You know, <laughs> that means we've done it. Success. Yes, success. <laughs> Poutine. So, um, wait, did, you, did you watch much like TV growing up? Uh, TV was my dearest and closest friend yeah. growing up. I, I had some friends, but yeah. yeah. I, which, like, which, like, moms on shows, like, did you, like, find, like, influence you or you thought were, were funny or who were oh, you into? Girlfriend. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, Maud. I don't know if oh, you guys watch her. Yes. Oh, Maud. B. Arthur was my girl, you know? I Because I actually, I thought it was a guy dressed as a woman <laughs> yeah. for a while. Um, but I just liked how she was just salty to her own husband. I'm like, why oh, does he yeah. not punish her? And then I realized... <laughs> That's not because <laughs> that, I watch a lot of Little House on the Prairie too. So I was like, should she not be punished? Where's, her, where's the stick? Did that happen in Little House on the Prairie? I don't remember that. No, no. It happened to the kids. I'm sure yeah. it happened to the kids. No, that, that <laughs> the wife. On the a wife. special I, Little House on the Prairie. I can't picture my, uh, Michael Landon like taking his wife and bending her over. <laughs> well, wait a minute. What? After they called scene. <laughs> Oh, okay, that was. They're I was like, gonna say that's the that's the porno. Yeah, that's little blouse. Little, little blouse. Dirty on the house on the prairie. Dirty house on the prairie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jebediah wants it and wants it now. I was terrified of Scarlet Fever because of that show. Oh God! Oh, yes. <laughs> You're like, wait. You can, My brother I, had it too, and I was like, but he's gonna go blind. But. Your brother had, had scarlet fever? Yeah, what? in like the 80s, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like legit scarlet fever? Legit scarlet fever. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, I know. In wow. the 80s? Yep. What? You know there were oranges and shit back then, right? They no, had scar- not scurvy, scarlet fever. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm an American. You know our healthcare system <laughs> and our educational system does not match yours, right? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Can you eat kiwi to get no I'm just kiwi? <laughs> oh my god. Which that's... I wouldn't know because I drink bleach, so that's why I can't get, <laughs> can't get uh, scarlet fever. God, I can get must... the gout though. I can still that... get the gout. That's the that... bad thing. No, I will not been... get scarlet fever. That must have been so scary. Like being like your grandma and like seeing that you had consumed all that bleach and worrying about what would happen, like no, my grandmother, you know, she she's um she was uh uh indigenous and um and a little like a little Indian, like India Indian. So um my grandmother was just old school and hardcore, man. Mm-hmm. She was hardcore. So yeah. she probably looked at it with like, eh, whatever. You know? She was probably like, We could do with one last year. This is gonna hurt things. I mean, she grew up picking <laughs> cotton in fields and stuff, and she would tell us stories about uh, the first airplane, seeing an airplane flying oh over while God. she's picking cotton, and oh it scared them. It oh, scared them. That would be terrifying. Because they were like, what the hell? Yeah. And I was like, you know, because she was very religious. You know, it's been the end of the world for 
200 years now. So to see a metal bird flying over, making all this noise, you're probably like, oh, no, it's the end of the world. Dinosaurs mm-hmm. or some shit. I don't know. And um, <laughs> But she was also very thrifty. So she probably tried to get as much bleach out of me by squeezing my stomach. To save. She's like, put that bleach back in that jar. <laughs> and then she's like, all right, that's not working. Let's try this milk. <laughs> because milk, milk fixes everything. <laughs> she probably didn't even know that. She was just like, drink this milk. Just something. Right, like, oh, my belly hurts. Drink milk. Oh, I got a headache. Drink milk. I cut my arm wide open. <laughs> was there another uh, TV show, Mom? Like you, if you watched a lot of TV, there must have been one more. Oh, God. Uh, there are tons. Uh, Florida Evans from Good Times. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, I, Mrs. Uh, uh, Mrs. Garrett from The Facts of Life. Oh, my God. My I husband. The Facts of Life. Yeah. My husband just mentioned that. And he's like, you know, you guys, you never, nobody ever mentions her. So he's going to be oh, so happy out. you just mentioned her. Big shout out. I was yeah. like, she was the original gangster. For real. Uh, for real. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, there's so many to name. Uh, yeah. I mean, even going on up to the Cosbys and stuff, mm-hmm. the, she was the biggest influence. Claire? Was, uh, Claire Huxtable, mm-hmm. absolutely. But, um, I, you know, back in the 70s, I mean, come on, man. You know, yeah. Miss C from Happy Days. Uh, Love her. Yeah, yeah. There were t- a lot of white women. Maybe that's why I'm into Italians. But... <laughs> <laughs> Both of my both of my wives, both of my ex-wives are, are Italian. That's why I'm okay, I know Italian women. I attract Italian women like carbs and boxed wine. It very easily. <laughs> very easily. They must look at me and really like, okay, he looks like a well done lasagna or a very delicious cannelloni. So <laughs> I got to have that, you know. Okay, so was one of the jokes that you had a bottle head? What's that? Like a bobblehead. A bobblehead? Or was it a, yeah. like something about a bottle? Um, no. Growing up. They would tease you. Oh, no, no, no. Right, right, right. No, no. My my, my siblings, my sister especially, would always call me bottlehead. Bottle? Bottlehead. So they see yeah. you as Vino, man. Right, right. <laughs> I <laughs> thought bobblehead. Like a grape. Yes. No, not bobbleheads. Yes, bobbleheads no, no. didn't really, maybe didn't even. That's a magnum. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, yeah. No, they they created those for kids with uh, scarlet fever, and uh, <laughs> they're like, "How do we heal these children with scarlet fever?" You know, How we got to keep their neck exercises, neck exercises. So we started going like that. I was like, "Hey, keep doing that." That still like blows me away. Like that seems so scary. What um? I just go to like Little Women. (laughs) Her poor brother. (laughs) What uh? What stand-up comedian moms do you find like? Are you into that? You listen to that? You maybe have toured with or? Oh, uh, Natasha Leggero. uh, I opened for her. She is an absolute sweetheart. Super funny lady. So funny. Um. I am a, I'm a big fan of Roseanne. I know, you yeah. know, people, once she got into politics and people started hating on her and stuff, um, I could separate her political views from her, her comedy because she didn't bring politics into it, mm-hmm. into her comedy. Um, I separate Bill Cosby and the raping from the Cosby absolutely. show. 
And you know what? And I've said that. I've said that to. <laughs> but it's it's interesting that you would say that. And, yeah. and I don't want to get into a. I don't want to get into a rant. Yeah. But um, I've I've spoken to uh, uh, ladies comedians about that, and I'm like, I, I Bill Cosby is a comedic hero of mine. Mm-hmm. He he's also a a hero of mine for what he's done uh, in the black community and with his show, the Cosby Show. You you cannot deny its importance in yeah. in our culture, and um, they get so upset because they they don't separate the two, and I'm able to separate the artist from the art. And to, I, like to I'm me, sorry, it would be like finding out like Mozart was a serial rapist. Yeah, he still wrote the best music that's ever been written ever. Yeah, like yeah. you can't take that away. And so like I could despise him, but what he made was still beautiful. Well, it's crazy because a lot of the same people that have that feeling about Bill Cosby, they'll listen to R. Kelly or Chris mm-hmm. Brown. And, exactly. and it's funny that musicians get that pass mm-hmm. for the most part, um, but other artists don't. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm here to tell you, I don't give a shit about Chris Brown or R. Kelly's music. I think both, the, I can't listen to that crap. I think it's crappy. That's just my opinion, ladies. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. That's but, okay. uh, Bill Cosby, um, I have all of his albums. Yep. I, I listen to him. I, I love his style. I love his joke telling and, and his storytelling. I try to mimic him. Yeah. Um, and uh, sorry, I, it, it doesn't mean I'm like, yay for rapists. No. no. It's like, yeah. as a comedian, he was top shelf. He just yeah. happened to be a super good rapist on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 not it's not wrong to say that. Yeah, he was very good being a comedian. He was a super good rapist. I'm not making light of rape. He's paying his dues. That's just the fact of the yeah. matter. He yeah, he just happened to be a disgusting human being. Yeah, but one of the most talented human beings. Yeah, and that's it's weird. Like Michael, it's like that's, Michael that's Jackson. Kind of, like true. Right. That's and his, I love it's Michael both Jackson. Sides of the brain. Yeah. Right. It's both sides of the brain, and yeah. it's like. Boy, Michael Jackson was awesome, but he touched little boys. You yeah. know, so what do you do? But his I'm music influenced generations of people, and like you can't, you can't take away history. Like you can't take oh, away the no. art. The art's it's out so there. impactful. Yeah. No. no, it's like, hey man, I'm not throwing away Thriller. Sorry. No, it's one of my oh, daughters. Pyt, yeah. come on, Pyt. That's my favorite one. Come on, <laughs> that's my favorite on. one. I, I, know, I was going around calling all the ladies PYT back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back. Yes, as I as I combated scurvy and <laughs> had a bottle of bleach fever. And, <laughs> like, who amongst you has typhoid? We will rule it. No, okay. I'm sorry for your brother now. It's like I want to. I know. I do too. It's hurting my heart. I, I think. But, yeah, like I mean, it was. I don't know. I don't even know how long he was sick, but like my friend's daughter actually had scarlet fever this year too. Wait, like wait, last wait. year. This yeah. Year? Last year, yeah. What is happening? This world has gone crazy. Well, sometimes wait, Canada. People get yeah. <laughs> Putin. Well, it's like a, it's like a rash with a fever. Like it, it's similar to Kawasaki disease where like they get the stra- strawberry tongue. Do you know about these things? Time out. Time out. Again, I'm an American. <laughs> And you're talking about the uh, an Ameri- you're talking about medical maladies 
Yeah, like, we just good. die. We just, <laughs> it's just the flu and COVID. That's all we have over here. <laughs> Everything is the flu and COVID. You can have high blood pressure. You oh, can my have God. Heart issues. You, you have all of that. It's like, no, you got COVID. So. Oh, my God. Okay. So, talking about stand ups, yes. I have to hear about Kevin Hart and that whole experience because that sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, it was the single most greatest thing that I've ever done in my life outside of having my kids asterisk. I have to say that by law. Um, (laughs) I love my kids. I love all of y'all in case you you're listening. Um, (laughs) Slightly more than Kevin Hart experience, but I love you still. Um, It was incredible. It was incredible. I, they treated us like superstars and to be around him, to see how his team operated, um, to see how he moved. He he walked into the room. It, 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 the interesting thing was we're all sitting around on this platform, on this little table, the four of us waiting for Kevin Hart to show up. He's out shooting B-reels around Detroit. And everyone is hanging out by their cameras and their lights and everything. And they're like, you know, K-Hart is, is approaching. He'll be here. ETA three minutes and everybody's <laughs> just standing there waiting. K Hart's in the building. K Hart's coming down the stairs and I'm Jeez. sitting there and we're facing the stairs and here he comes. These little feet <laughs> stumbling down the stairs. And I'm like, oh, damn, it's Kevin Hart. And he goes, hey, everybody. And he was late and they're like, oh, you owe us all $500. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. Okay. Where's camera one? Where's camera two? He climbs up on, on this, the stage with us or the platform with it. He's going, hey, guys, uh, we're going to have a good time. Just relax. Let's have some fun. All right. All right. Bam, bam, bam. So <laughs> he's like, you ready? They're like, we're ready. Go. Five minutes. He walks in, wow. greets everybody, figures out where the cameras are. Five minutes, and we're talking. And he, hey, it's Kevin Hart, Hart of the City. Uh, we're from, come by from Detroit at the music hall. Uh, and they're like, no, cut, cut, cut. They want you to say the Jazz Cafe at Music Hall. And he goes, but the sign says Music Hall Jazz Cafe. They're like, we know. He's like, guys, don't you see it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it says. <laughs> and he goes, okay, fine, fine. All right, go. And he does it, and he interviews us for 20 minutes, and it was the most incredible thing I've ever been wow. a part of. And I'm just sitting there going, shit, it's Kevin Hart. And he's a little thing. <laughs> Oh, the picture of you with him! Oh, <laughs> I have it right here on my on my wall. Yeah. That's right there. Oh my god! Because um, like you tower over him. Like how tall oh, are you? Yeah. Six three? Uh, six one. Six one. Six one. Barely <laughs> six one. I'm an old six one. Start, it's like You're going down the decline. You're right, you're you're like you start here and then you just start leaning. That's where I'm. <laughs> um, but we we did the show. It, it was the most electric thing ever. Uh, the whole day was electric. That's amazing. And, um, afterwards, I, I I did not come down from that high for about two weeks. Whew, I but, doubt. I'd still be but, on it. But but here's the backstory, and I'll I'll try to get through this quickly. Um, I went down to audition for the show, and it was a week after my birthday in March, and I had called a local guy who was running it and stuff, and. Um, I told a friend, yeah, I'm, I'm headed down there. It was after my after work on a Monday. And he goes, man, this bullshit. Kevin Hart's not going to be a part of that. It's just a bunch of junk. I was like, well, let me go and see. 
And I go down and it's just wall-to-wall comedians. And some of the judges were there and a lot of local older comedians were there and in crowd. It was a packed room. And there were like 50 of us Jeez. performing at it. Yeah. And um I go up and I do my thing and I go over my time. And I'm like, I got some good laughs, but I'm like, ah, they're not gonna look for me. Everyone was doing they're humping the stool and around <laughs> on the ground and they were being loud and boisterous. And I was like, huh. Okay, I did my thing, uh, hung out for a little bit and left and didn't think anything of it. Um, in that time, my mother had, had taken ill. Actually, the November of, this was in 2017 where we, when she passed. So November of 2016, my mother had taken ill and she was hospitalized that entire time. They had moved her to a, uh, a healthcare uh, facility and... Um, in between the time I did the audition and the recording, my mother had passed. And I'm like, I'm done with comedy. I, nothing's funny anymore. My queen is gone. This sucks. I don't feel, and I was just in a shitty place. This was in July and, um, or in, in the June, early July. Week and a half later, get a call. Hey, this is blah, blah, blah. Kevin Hart's Heart of the City. You've been chosen to be on the show. And I was like, oh, that's wild. Okay. And I'm driving at the time and I'm talking to her on speakerphone. My daughter, my youngest daughter's in the back. 2017, she would have been, what, maybe eight, nine. <laughs> and um, she's like, we need your social security information because we have to get the paperwork started and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, I'm driving right now. I can't text it to you. Um, I, I'm going to pull over and I'll text it to you. She goes, okay, great. And uh, I pulled over and my daughter goes, dad, I don't know about that. It could be a scam. And I remember <laughs> my daughter watches uh, uh, 2020 <laughs> new show on Friday night. So I'm like, you know what? This girl could be onto something. So because I got in, I, I'm like, if I got in, a friend of mine got it because he had a great set that night. And I called him. I said, hey, man, I got a call from Harder City. He goes, dude, it's legit. Send them whatever they want. Do it immediately. I was like, oh, shit. So I wow. text her my information. Well, weeks passed and didn't hear from them. All of a sudden, we get an email saying, you have to be at uh, the music hall on this date. Come with uh, several changed uh, of clothes and, and so on so we can they can review it. And from then on, it was just magical. And... Uh, it, it, it truly it, it was I wished I wish everyone on the planet to to have a day like that day was mm-hmm. um it it was it was it's it's even it's hard to even describe it how cool it was and how dope it was and to have my family uh when we walk if you watched the clip which if you don't have comedy central uh I got the clip Hit me up. <laughs> um, but to walk into the room, we had to come down some stairs, the same stairs Kevin Hart came down. And we walk into the room and it's just packed out full of people. They stuffed as many people as they could. As a matter of fact, there was such an overflow because they invited too many people. Uh, the, the foyer of the music hall, they put chairs out there and TVs out. So when we walked out, we walked out of the main theater through the foyer to a like raucous applause and we're standing there 
waiting. I'm standing there waiting to go up and they call me up and I walk through and then turn through the crowd. And I'm like, shit, this is crazy. That's amazing. And I get on stage and I turn around and I look out and my three oldest kids and my ex-wife are on the front row. Nice. So when I take the mic out, I, I look down. Pardon me? <laughs> I have goosebumps. Yeah, me too. I was just talking about it. Yeah. And I take the mic out and I look down. And I was like, in my head, I'm going, oh, there's my, there are my kids. Wow. And it was almost like a pause. And I was like, oh, shit. And I tell my joke. Yeah. And I, I had, I had like six minutes. I went eight. I'm like, I'm giving them the full. <laughs> and the first time I tell the joke, the room is almost, it's, it's like a, a tunnel. It's very low walls, very enclosed, packed full of people. On this riser was Kevin Hart, Joey Wells, and um, uh, I always forget the the other guy. Forgive me, other guy. I know you're <laughs> funny, but they're all in their in his in his group. And um, the first time there was laughter, it was so loud it scared me. Um, it was loud. It was really loud. And I'm looking at Kevin Hart, and he's. <laughs> oh my laughing. god and i was like in my head i'm going huh i made kevin hart laugh yeah oh, oh nice. shit and i went in and told the rest of my jokes that's, that's and surreal I got off stage. oh it, it was it was incredible. sounds like a dream Jeez. oh god it was incredible yeah. my only regret was i went on stage with a hat and i'm like i don't wear hats now i wear hats on stage all the time <laughs> <laughs> okay go ahead you go funniest thing Uh-oh. a mom in your life has ever done had me. <laughs> Thanks, Rosie. Okay. Uh, now Christine's question. <laughs> Your top five favorite moms. They can be historical, a character, a real. Nobody you've already mentioned. So not no grandma, no mom. Oh boy, because oh, those on. are my top two. Like okay, but like is, historical. This is easy. This is easy. This is easy. Uh, I'm starting uh, five to one because I can't use my mother or my grandmother. Um, Number five would be um, my third grade teacher, Miss Beauchamp. Um, Miss Beauchamp was the first person that ever got down on my level and was like, you can do anything that you set your mind to. And I think about her almost every day. This is real talk. Wow. It's, it's going to be a little sappy. I'll tell you that right now. I like sappy. So, oh, I yeah, love this yeah. one. Yeah, she's number five. Um, the number four mom would be um, my aunt, Everlina. Um, she died of lung cancer when I was 12. And um, she, oh, she was a tough chick. She was the one that had the the smoking and drinking parties. Oh, <laughs> I like her. I love her name. Parties. Yeah. Yeah. She was, uh, oh, she was tough, but oh my God, she was awesome. Awesome. Awesome woman. Um, there's going to be a tie for first, just so you know. Um, number three would be, even though she wasn't a mom, um, she was like my mom, was my sister, Dora, mm-hmm. my elder sister. Nice. Um, yeah, I always considered her like a second mom to me. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, 
Oh, fight him back. Oh, get back in there. Tears. You're still, you're still, Jeter. You are made of steel. God damn it. Um, number two. Oh, boy. Oh, that's a tough one. I don't even know who you're going to say, and you're making me well yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, my um, my ex-wife's uh, grandmother um, was a super kind lady. My first wife, not mm-hmm. my second wife. Even though my second wife's grandmother was cool, she doesn't get into this ranking. Uh, <laughs> She was just a super kind lady. Um, she never, um, even though my my you know ex is Italian and stuff, and uh, you know her own kids didn't like me and, mm-hmm. and basically disowned my ex because you know I'm left handed. Um, <laughs> she she never never had a, she considered me her grandson and she treated me she treated me with respect. You know both of her grandparents did, but her her grandmother was outstanding. Nice. And uh, the, the top three, or top mom, uh, tie, you know, a three-way tie, and that's uh, my three best friends growing up: uh, Juan DeLeon, uh, Jeff Brady, and James Stanley. Uh, those three mothers, uh, they all helped raise me. Oh. You know, outside of my mother and my grandmother, they all helped raise me, and a little bit of them is in me. And um, even though Juan's mother didn't speak a lick of English. She was just terrible at English. Um, her, the kindness that she showed to her kids and to her kids' friends and how she laughed and joked and all. Um, she was just a warm lady, you know, is a warm lady, not was. Uh, she's still around. Uh, Ma Brady, oh boy, that Irish. Oh, <laughs> she, she was so, so like a, she was like a teacher. To us, but oh, you got her dander up. <laughs> that fire, fire, and then, yeah. And then Ma Stanley, she's the only woman that I ever called mom. You know, they're all Ma's, but she's the only one I call mom outside of my mom. Wow, uh, she earned it. She earned it. Uh, <sighs> oh, give oh. a kinder tear. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing so see, good. They, they made me. They made me this way. They made me be empathetic and caring. Oh. That's really <laughs> You're so mad. <laughs> okay, Just, uh, push that back down in there. But yeah, yeah. Don't you wish eyeballs had like a drain that you could like hit a button and be like, no. No, I just yeah. had an on-off switch. I don't need a drain. Just turn it off. Yeah. Like, just give them that, you know, the what you're talking about, Willis, look. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Those were really perfect. Nice. Single, yeah. Those for the single ladies out there. I'm, I'm a very sensitive dude. <laughs> yes. I'm like your Justin Bieber when he was innocent. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, so, uh, where, uh, that was our last question. Oh, that's it? Mm-hmm. No. Where can our, where can our, our listeners find you? All right. Listen up listeners, grab a pen, piece of paper. That's old school. Use your phones. Type in www.mikejeter, M-I-K-E-G-E-E-T-E-R.com. 
I have a bunch of pictures and videos and stuff. I really need to update it because of COVID. I'm like, I don't have any shows. So, eh, later for you website. But um, if you want some up-to-date stuff, um, hit me up on uh, the Book of Faces. I'm on there. Um, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram as O Mike Jeter OMG. Um, <laughs> it's always marketing. Everything's marketing with me. Uh, so O Mike Jeter on Twitter and Instagram, um, or you can, if you want to listen to uh, the Charm Offensive, all the streaming platforms, man. Uh, tell a friend, tell two friends to listen to it. Um, I'm I'm way up there on streams, but I think I may have sold like seven. <laughs> so people are like, I actually pay for a streaming service. Why you would know, I contribute to? You this know guy? what they say. Why What's would they that? buy the cow if they can get the milk for free? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But my whole thing is if if they listen to it and they're having a bad day and it helps them have a better day, then I'm cool with that. Yeah. It, it, it's all love. It's all love. It's all happiness. The money will come. The riches will come. <laughs> I'm so happy you came on the show. Press. Yeah, thank you so yeah. much. You it's are amazing. So Listen, this was so much fun. Uh, I knew as soon as you guys said a half an hour, I was like, nah, we're blown by that. <laughs> we're blown by that. I, can talk I feel like we could do another day. hour. I know. I know. Listen, I, just, I have to get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> this was my lunch hour. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, my lunch hour too. <laughs> well, no, you ladies you. are awesome. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Anytime. Okay. Thanks. No, no, this all works. Yeah. Yeah. No. Now that we have the technology down. Right. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Scar with fever. Hashtag. <laughs> I thought you just start a charity event for that shit. I, know. I didn't know it was really. We need a. Okay. We got to eradicate Scarlet fever. We, we do. I'm going to stop recording now. Thank you so much. We want to thank Laura Vella for our logo design. C&D Productions for our audio editing, as well as each other, and you, the listeners. We'd love it if you could give us a review wherever you're listening. You can find us on socials at Moms Are Not Funny. Thanks again. Have a great day.